the party to you. Samsonite. I was way off. Hold on to your butts. What's up, heroes? And welcome to the Stephen Corson Show, where we discuss financial strategies, habits, and mindset to get you to your first 100K and then get you to your first million, all in the pursuit of true wealth and modern freedom. So I've been doing coaching with people one-on-one for over five years now. And one of the things that I realized between that and then my career in corporate and with sales and working with businesses, all these other things, is the fact that people are really bad at setting goals that are effective. So a lot of times goal-oriented people will set goals that they're chasing after, but they'll set a goal that's not particularly good, or they could have picked a better one or done it in a different way that would have helped them be more likely to succeed. So I wanted to make sure that we talked about it. And what I've found over the years is that there's really three different levels of goals. So the first one is the fact that there is no goal. So this is really just a wish or a dream disguised as a goal because it's missing one key factor. And this is the most common thing that I see when people are messing up trying to set goals. They will set a goal that doesn't have a deadline. So it could be something like, man, I really want to get some six pack abs. You know, I want to be, you know, shredded, look good for for the summer. Well, okay, when do you want to have that done by? Well, if I just want to have six pack abs, then I technically have forever. You know, I'm tying the goal to someday, which is the only day that's not a day. So when you do that, you can't create a plan for it. You can't work towards it. Um, Saying I want to have six pack abs in two weeks versus I want to have, you know, a six pack by the time I'm 40. Well, that's completely different plans that need to happen. You know, one of those is five years out. The other one's in a couple of weeks. The plan that it will take for me to get that is drastically different. So that is why having a deadline is so important. The main reason that people leave out the deadline whenever they are setting goals is the fact that they are just afraid of what it does. When you put a deadline on top of a wish or a dream, not only does that turn it into a goal, it turns it into a binary outcome. You now can only succeed or fail. That's it. The reason people leave off the deadline is because as long as I get this done before I die, I have technically succeeded. And people just don't want to have that pressure of you know potentially failing on there. Well, guess what? It's the pressure that is what's making you ultimately drive towards success. So that is the no goal. That's the first one. The second one is what I call finish line focus goals. Now, you may have heard of the SMART goal framework, and that stands for specific, measurable, actionable, um, uh, I think it's reachable, and then uh, trackable or time bound, I'm sorry. And so that's the the SMART framework. This is a good uh, framework. I actually used to use this, um, but I ran into a couple issues with it that later I kind of discovered, and that is the fact that SMART is finish line focus. So that would be something like me saying, I want to have you know six-pack abs by... Uh, you know, June 30th, something like that. Well, okay, that's great. That's a goal. It's time bound. It's specific. I've said exactly what I want, all these other things. Okay. Well, the problem with that could be, it may not be realistic for me to have, you know, my six pack showing it by June 30th. Um, you know, it may turn out that I have a lot of, you know, problems along the way that I am not able to overcome. I may have been entered into a pizza eating contest and I just can't give that up. 
And then, uh, you know, there may be some holidays and my wife's family loves to overfeed us, you know, really good food. And I just haven't been able to do that. Or, you know, there just may not be a healthy, responsible way for me to get a six pack in that short amount of a time frame. There's a lot of different things that can get in the way of me getting my six pack, you know, in, you know, the next couple of weeks by June 30th. So that is one of the problems with the SMART framework. Anytime we are setting goals and it's finish line focused, we can create a plan, but there's still going to be external factors that could potentially come in and ultimately derail us and screw it up. The other problem is, I liken this a lot to um, you know people who are mountain climbing. So when people who are mountain climbing, the finish line is at the peak of the mountain. Uh, technically, it's when you come back down, but it's the peak of the mountain, which you're ultimately trying to get to. So no mountain climber climbs just looking at the peak the entire time. They know where it is that they're trying to get to, but really they're just focused on the next couple steps in front of them and making sure that they're hitting it segment by segment. They'll check every once in a while to make sure that they're online, but that's not the ultimate goal. They're not solely focused on that. If you are solely focused on your goal and you're like, man, I want six pack abs and I want to look you know, absolutely shredded. Well, one of the biggest problems anytime you're trying to make a change in your life is you need mental wins. You need to be able to develop the habits that are going to be necessary for long-term change. And whenever you're focused on this long-term goal, you are going to be very demotivated. If I'm you know, nice and jiggly and flabby down here because I haven't been eating well for the past three years of my life, I'm not going to get a six pack of abs next week or even in two weeks. It's going to take a while. So if I am just focused on getting the six pack abs and I don't see any changes in two to three weeks, man, that's going to be really discouraging. Now, that's where the third level of goal setting comes into play. And those I call action focused goals. So in the book, Atomic Habits by James Clear, he actually talks about this a lot. And he talks about getting 1% better in everything that you do. And one of the ways that you do that is by focusing on things that are within your control. So using this example of getting absolutely ripped uh, in my six-pack abs, what I, I would do in this scenario is instead of focusing on the fact that I want to look shredded and have six-pack abs, I would focus on something I can actually control. And one of the frameworks that I use for this is called PACT. So that is purposeful, actionable, continuous, and trackable. So the reason I like this framework is because this gets rid of all of the external factors and everything that I do within this framework is solely up to me. So for the purposeful, it's like, listen, I want to be healthy and having a six pack is a sign of the fact that I have good core strength and gut health. So that's part of it. Okay. So that's nice. It's a long-term goal. Now we're going to focus on the actions part. So the actionable part is what I'm focused on. I'm not focused on the six pack of abs. What I'm focused on is, hey, I'm going to do 50 sit-ups every single day. That, that's it. I'm just going to focus on that. There is nothing preventing me from getting down on the floor and doing 50 sit-ups every single day. That is solely within my control. So it's a small thing that I can continuously do over and over again that will lead to my ultimate long-term goal. The next thing is that you want it to be continuous. So there's two different elements to that. Number one, this is something that I'm just going to do every day, like I said. So I can wake up every day and I can do 50 sit-ups. That is going to contribute to my core strength. It's going to help me get that six-pack. So it's something that I can, like I said, continuously look at. 
The other thing is I can continuously edit it along the way. So hopefully after a couple of weeks of doing 50, all of a sudden 50 is getting a lot easier and I can bump that up to 75 and then I can eventually get it to 100. And that is the point. You want to continuously be evaluating the goal. And as you, uh, you know, improve, you continue to up the scale. And then the last part is trackable. Uh, you want to make sure that you can track success. And the nice thing about doing this is you can put it in a yes or no framework is kind of how I like to track it because it just makes it very simple. So instead of having a how many did I do today and having this extensive plan like I would with a smart goal and having to do all this, it just becomes a very simple binary tracking of yes or no. Did I do 50 sit-ups today? Yes. Did I do 50 sit-ups this day? No, I didn't. I did 45 and then I was just sleepy and I fell asleep on the floor, <laughs> you know, whatever it is. So that's the pack framework. The reason that I think that people need to focus on this comes down to discipline. Discipline is ultimately what is going to help you hit any goal. And if you are focused on something that is so far away, you know, you're saving money to buy a home and you're starting at zero, whatever the case is, you can get really discouraged. It can really mess up your mindset. And if your mindset's not there, your heart's not going to be in it for very long. And if your heart's not in it, you're definitely not going to form the the habits out of it because the will's just not there. So it's really important that we get some quick wins. And by focusing our goals on daily or regular actions that we can do that are 100% within our control, instead of this big grand plan that we've worked out, by doing that, we're going to set ourselves up for success because we're going to have regular opportunities to get quick wins, get that psychological boost of boom, I can do this. I can, you know, I'm progressing. I'm getting forward. You know what? I missed sit-ups yesterday, but I did sit-ups the past three days. I'm really tracking well as far as my goals and success. When you do that, it starts to make a massive difference. Now, I know I've talked about six-pack abs a lot on this, but this isn't just about six-pack abs. This isn't just about nutrition and feeling healthy. This has the same things to do when it comes to building any type of wealth. If you're building your professional network, Okay. Don't focus on the fact of, okay, I want to add another 200 LinkedIn connections over the you know next couple months that are directly relevant to my industry. Okay. That's the nice big goal. That's good. But what's a better one is, you know, oh, every day, uh, Monday through Friday, I'm going to get on LinkedIn and I'm going to add three connections of people in my industry, um, you know, that I can start reaching out to and building some type of of relationship with whenever I'm ready to go and start job hunting. That's how I'm going to improve my professional network. When it comes down to money, hey, I'm not going to focus on the fact that, you know, I want to be a millionaire, you know, by the time that I am 42 or whatever the case is. What you want to say instead is, no, I want to focus on the fact that I want to save an extra $500 every single month and I want to invest $250 every single month for the next year. You know, little things like that and you continue to build it. Those are much more actionable things you can do than having this massive grandiose finish line oriented goal that you may or may not hit. Now again, when you're focused on these small daily goals, yeah, like I said, you need to continuously be evaluating them and make sure that they are all heading towards what that big purposeful goal is that has significance in your life. Um, but at the end of the day, if that's solely where your focus is and you're not focused on the small, tiny disciplines, you're just not going to get better. If you've ever watched a basketball game 
Um, and uh, right before the game comes on, you'll see the players warming up. Um, if you ever hear stories of some of the greats like Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, um, one thing that you'll hear about them is how much they practice their free throws. Well, free throws are just a shot that whenever you get a foul, you're standing at the charity stripe and you get a free shot. Okay. And one thing that you will see with the greats is uh, you'll hear stories of before, after the game, you know, uh, after a really hard practice, they would always go to the charity stripe and they would just shoot these free throws. And one of the things that they realized was even though this is a very basic thing, even though this is something that, you know, it, it's not a, a discipline a lot of people worry about, even though it's something it's literally a free shot. There's a lot harder shots you have to make. It didn't matter. They knew when, that a lot of times when the game is on the line, it, you were going to get fouled and it was going to come down to this single, simple, repetitive shot. And if your mind wasn't right and this wasn't so automatic and it wasn't so habitual, I mean, Michael Jordan famously uh, you know, cl- yelled at one of the guys, I think it was Dakeem Bay Matumbo. He's sitting over here on the side and he gets down and he looks at him and he goes, hey, look, watch this. He closes his eyes and he shoots it and he makes the free throw on national television. I mean, <laughs> that's some cojones right there. So what I'm saying is when it comes to whatever you're doing, break it down into its simplest forms and then focus on those things because when they become habits when they become so second nature to you that you can just do it, you are going to become unstoppable. You are going to inevitably reach your goal regardless of what the world ends up throwing at you. And listen, if you don't hit it by the deadline and the time that you set, that's fine. You're going to be so much further ahead in tracking in order to hit that eventually. And your your likelihood of success is going to be so much greater than the people who didn't take the time to focus on the small things. Um, you're not going to even notice. It. You're not. So that is how I am successful with my goals on a regular basis. Um, not saying I always hit them on the time frame I want to, but whenever I am doing something small and actionable like that, and I'm focused on the habits, I'm pretty much unstoppable. The people that I I follow, the people um, you know that I admire, they're doing the same thing. They're focused on the fundamentals. They're focused on doing simple things over and over again until it's second nature, until it's habitual. And then from there, they do it over a long period of time. And then it just ends up leading to incredible, uh, sometimes even mind-blowing results. So try adjusting uh, the goals in your life. Make sure that they line up to that packed framework as compared to like a smart framework. Um, Definitely make sure that you're not working with a wish um, there needs to be a deadline on every single goal you have. And I, when I say deadline, I don't mean, well, I, I want to have a six pack by the summer. No, no, no. You need to have a date on there. January 17th, December 31st, um, you know, June 12th, whatever. It doesn't matter what it is. There needs to be a hard date set by when you need to accomplish this so you can map your progress and you can build out a plan in order to make sure you're successful.